episode 11. What's going on, guys? You got Bruno and... Adam. And it's we're here with episode 11. Episode 11. It's it's Wednesday. We're back at it, man. Yeah. We just went through our notes. Got a, We should have a pretty good show. We got some cool talking points, so... That we do. We will... Uh, no interviews this week. No guests. Just uh, Just Bruno and myself. And we can uh, let's just let's dive into it, Bruno. Are you ready? I am ready. What do you All want right. to start with? So this first this first one this is on here for oh, a very special yeah. reason. Um, so Alec Bradley Magic Toast, good cigar. Uh, it is actually my father's, and this is my dad, not my father. <laughs> I was going to say not my father's <laughs> this, cigars. Not, this is, yeah, this no. is his actual father. No, my my actual father. This is his. <laughs> His favorite cigar is the Magic Toast, um, and that's why I'm talking about it here. The Magic Toast fifth anniversary is now in stores. It is on shelves, but it's limited edition, 2010 count boxes. Uh, I can confirm it is on the shelf. And Pop, if you are listening to this podcast, please skip <laughs> ahead about one minute and, and come back. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because yeah, skip. Now that blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah. Exactly. Pop, dad, skip ahead about one minute from this point so you, <laughs> so you don't get the surprise. So Alec Bradley Magic Toast, fifth anniversary, now in stores, limited edition, 2010 count boxes. Uh, I popped into a local place near me that I don't go to all the time. Um, it's one of the beauty things. I live in a cool place where I've got a lot of small shops within about 15 God, minutes. I wish I did. Yeah. Uh, and I popped into one of them that I don't go into often this week. And I went in, went in the humidor, looking around. I look at the shelf, and I see a box that says fifth anniversary. I'm like, you can't be serious. I pull the box down, and sure enough, it is the Alec Bradley, Alec Bradley Magic Coast fifth anniversary. I grabbed my limit and gladly went to the counter and paid. So <laughs> when Bruno and I get together for Halloween uh, with, with my dad, he will be super excited. I don't think he he probably won't understand that these are extremely limited, and that's okay. He doesn't have to understand that. Nope, he just has to smoke Coast it and enjoy is, it. <laughs> yes, is his favorite cigar, and I'm sure he will love it because um, he'll be smoking it with Bruno and myself. So it is out there. Um, get into your local places. It is it is out there. There are 10-count boxes. They're limited to 2,000 total boxes. Uh, but they are out there. I was able to find them this this past week. So get out there and, and get a hold of them. I haven't smoked it yet, so I can't tell you if it's any good. Um, the the regular release Magic Toast I like quite a bit. Like I said, it's my dad's absolute favorite cigar, but he is a a big Alec Bradley fan in general. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming that the fifth anniversary will probably be quite special. Uh, it is in a Perfecto, which is kind of cool. Uh, I always yeah. like smoking Perfectos just because just I always Dude, thought they looked cool. Honduran and Nicaraguan, we, we yeah, cannot I mean, go, I mean, seriously. Yeah, and, you know, I said, you know, my dad is a big fan of Alec Bradley, and I can get behind that. Uh, I am I am as well. Uh, yes. I, I, I'm a fan. I've always liked, like, the Prinzado. Uh, and then some of – we're going to talk about uh, Bang for the Buck cigars here in a little yes, bit. Yes, we Alec are. Bradley, Alec Bradley has one of the best – budget cigars i've ever had and i'll share that when we get to that and bruno i, I don't know that you've you've had the alec bradley budget cigars that i'm going to talk about so maybe something else for me to to grab for you because my dad keeps them on hand regularly he buys boxes yeah. of them. um so I, I may have to grab some of those for you um but yeah so fifth anniversary magic toast it's out there uh see if you can get out there and get it it's limited edition uh hopefully it's good uh, it wasn't overly priced either. Uh, limited Good. edition. I think I I paid. I think it was about twelve dollars per cigar. God, that's which, not bad. Yeah, for something that, that's that's limited edition to two thousand boxes. Yeah, twelve dollars isn't bad at that's all. That's not bad at um, all. 
I mean, it, it's hard to get just a good premium stick at $12 anymore. So yeah. getting a limited edition at 12 I was I was pretty excited about that. Um, I don't know that my wife was too excited when I went to the counter with a handful of $12 <laughs> cigars, but hey. <laughs> Well, just, we got to spend our money on something. Yeah, she she knew it was for research, and she smiled and just went yeah, about Yeah, that's what it is, <laughs> research. She supports the podcast. So, so, so let's yeah, go so into our next yes, nice moving on. rare thing. This one's exciting. It is. Um, so we're going to start with something local first. Okay, um, do it. Yeah, we have – so Adam and I, we keep boasting to go see your brick and mortars, and before – podcast ends i'm going to talk about a couple that we were messing around with in indianapolis but our local brick and mortar mason cigar is having a tattoo event on friday october 27th and we plan on attending this and what we are both hoping very much is that they're actually going to have the tattoo 20th anniversary yes the 20th anniversary it ships this week so that's just in time for the event in Mason. So very, very hopeful. I'm uh, really excited because I haven't been to Mason Cigar yet. Uh, that's closer to Bruno. Uh, and if you've listened, you know that Bruno's about 35, 40 minutes away from me. Yep. Uh, so it's it's local. It's local to Bruno, kind of local to me. But I'm excited to check out Mason Cigar. And I'll be even more excited if they have the 20th anniversary and when we get there for the event. Uh, fingers crossed they will. So I'm sure that one's going to be um, a little more... A little pricey. No, it's not. Really? No, I'm reading it as we're talking. Okay. 13 and 14. Oh, nice. Even So the Grande Marviel will be 13 and the Grande Chaussier will be 14. Nice. Well, that's MSRP per cigar. Yeah. And most most brick and mortars are going to be very, very close to MSRP. I think some of it depends on the state and what taxes. Obviously, there's some taxes. Yeah. Yes, I think most. I think very few places are are going to gouge on the rare stuff. Yeah, I, I think if uh, they are, you probably shouldn't be shopping there. Right. <laughs> yes, for sure. So that's that ships this week. So I would say you should probably see that on the shelves uh, coming up next week, possibly this weekend. Maybe if you're out and about, keep your eye out for the Tatsuwahe 20th anniversary. You will I'm not sure be it's disappointed. Be awesome. Yeah, Bruno and I had the 10th anniversary um, back when we went to visited our friends at Blaze Cigar Lounge. We had the 10th anniversary there, and that was pretty phenomenal. So I'm sure the 20th will be amazing as well. And rolled by my father's cigars. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not Adam's father. Not the, my, re- no. the cigar, my father. The, the company, yeah. <laughs> Don Pepin Garcia and my father's cigars. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So cool. That's that's. I can't wait. Hopefully yeah, we can get our hands too. on that. And, and you touched on something that there that I was going to save for later in the, the show, but it, it's a good time. Um, you know, if, if you've listened in the past, you've heard Bruno and I talk about the uh, Cigar Bench podcast team events that we do uh, because we <laughs> we do have we, we we have amazing support from from our our families. Uh, yes, we both, do. You know. My wife, Bruno's wife, they support us like you wouldn't believe uh, the things they put up with from the two of us <laughs> and, and especially some of the work Pretty that much. they put in for us even with ideas and things. And I got a text message, uh, I believe it was last week, from Bruno's wife yeah. with a brilliant idea. <laughs> um, and so one of the things – and if you're listening to this, this is – there's a reason I'm going into this story. I'm asking for, for feedback. I'm asking for you to reach out. Uh, and as we, this will probably begin, I would say, Bruno, what do you think? 20, the beginning of the year, maybe 2024, because yeah, so. we're yep. getting into the holidays and things will get crazy. Yeah. That's so, 
travel going to be a little difficult during the holidays. Exactly. So we're looking at the beginning of the year, starting 2024. Uh, we are going to try to start traveling. Um, you know, I think, you know, everybody knows we are in the Cincinnati area. We're going to start, we're looking to start traveling day trips uh, and hitting some of the other lounges that are outside of our locals. Getting out, checking places out, you know, spreading the word of our podcast, but also just visiting some lounges and meeting some other cigar guys. Oh, um, yeah. You know, I think my... We, I, I think the the message I got from Bruno's wife, she was saying, "Hey, we should try to do this, uh, you know, it, monthly maybe, bi monthly maybe." Yeah. You know, my my goal, my goal for for twenty twenty four is if if we can get out and do this six times, that's that's my goal is let's try to do it six that times. That would be awesome. If we can do more, even better. Uh, but <laughs> if we could do every week. That would be awesome. <laughs> exactly. But I doubt that. That would, yes. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want to <laughs> push all it go too broke. Much. <laughs> so we're you know if you are in the Midwest area and you have a, a cool lounge you think that we should get out there and check out, please let us know. If you are listening and you are from a, a cigar shop that has a lounge, let us know about it. Yeah, we, please. We want to come check you out. We we want to get out there and just spread the word and check the, and check out places that aren't local to us. So, yeah, if you know a cool spot, let us know because we want to check it out. So, Very much so. Sorry to derail. You. That's you, all right. I kind of started it. Yeah. So got the gears turning. So what do we got next? Well, let's go through. I'm going to go ahead and talk about where this idea actually popped up. So, yes, yes. If we have any listeners in the Indianapolis area, that is awesome because that's kind of where we just decided to take a weekend trip. And she so gracefully let me go to a lounge both days, which, like Adam said, they put up with a lot of crap from us. (laughs) So I started at one called Mr. B's, which... Had a really, really good lounge, very cool place, <clears throat> and actually had a really good humidor. It was well-stocked, um, no empty boxes, a lot of good stuff in there. And as I was talking to a guy named Matt, <laughs> who was the tobacconist <laughs> in there, he had told me that they were a sister company to a place called Smoker's Choice. And it piqued my interest and it piqued my wife's interest because the one of the owners of, not the owners, one of the guys who frequents Smoker's Choice is a big racer because, I mean, come on, it is in Indianapolis. Yeah. yeah. And so that piqued her interest and he piqued my interest by saying it boasts itself as the largest humidor on the East Coast. So the next day we went up to visit Smoker's Choice. And, oh, my God, I had to send Adam a picture of this humidor. <laughs> yes, It was, they have over 2,000 open boxes. And I was seeing all kind of stuff. It was very, very well stocked. Um, did end up, of course, treating myself to a double Robusto Opus X, which wasn't inexpensive but sometimes you just got to say what the heck yeah you got to do you just got to go for it <clears throat> they had a great for actually both companies the main company and the smaller one anything you wanted you could find in there i was looking for some stuff for adam and i some of the stuff that we've been trying to hunt down for each other and most of the rarer stuff was gone but as far as carrying a line of just good cigars ranging from, I don't know, your standard machine rolled $2 cigars to, you know, the Opus I bought was 27 or $28. Yeah. 
and kind of everything in between. But it was a really, really cool place. Both places had beer and whiskey. Oh, nice. So, of course, nice. Adam's like, yeah, that's nice. But Bruno <laughs> doesn't do that. So Bruno drank water with his cigars. Yeah. As I'm drinking bourbon with a cigar currently. <laughs> well, I'm drinking bourbon, just not smoking. Yeah. <laughs> so hats off to everybody in Indy. Those were the two we got to check out. If you're anywhere near Indy and want to take a little day trip, go visit them. As Adam said, I put out the same call to our listeners. Um, you know, I don't know how nice or how possible it would be for us to travel to like California to go to a cigar store, <laughs> but <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never you know. know. Yeah. You just, you never know. But you know, if you're on the East coast and you're even remotely close to the Cincinnati area and you just, you're a store owner or a tobacconist in a store, or you just have a store that you think is the coolest thing on the planet, let us know. Yeah. We'd like to yeah. come we and check it out. Check some of this stuff out. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a good opportunity to, and it's nothing more than an opportunity for Bruno and I to hang out and go smoke cigars and talk about it on a podcast. Well, yeah, exactly. And that's okay. I'm okay with <laughs> that's that. That's okay. Exactly. Don't mind that at all. No. So we, we'll look forward to that as we get into 2024. We will start uh, trying to put that together. And yeah, definitely. If you guys are listening, you know a cool place on the East Coast, Midwest, let us know. We want to go. We want to check it out. So moving on, you know, Bruno, the next one I've got, we... we I was touching on it previously. There was an article I found on uh, Cigar Aficionado this week called Bang for the Buck, 14 Great Cigars for $8 or Less. And this is one that I love because finding those gems that are, back in the day I used to say $5. Now $8 is about right, yeah. Finding those gems that are less than, we'll say less than $10, that are great cigars that just kind of fly under the radar. Um, I, I love those types of cigars. Not, I mean, which is weird because I don't mind paying the premium for a a premium cigar, uh, but I also love finding something that is just kind of under the radar, inexpensive that I can just load up on, and that's what this article was. So, Bruno, do you want to go through some of these? Because on this list, there are fourteen. We're not, we don't have to hit each one, but no. you know, some of them we've had. Yeah, uh, and, and we can, we can, you know, yeah, that's good. No, I, I didn't like that. Um, do you want to so, do it that way? Well, yeah, let's just do it that way. Go? Okay, um, so we'll start down at the, list. the top. Yeah, going down the list, the, the very top one, the Vegas Cubanas Invictus. That, that is the Don Pepin Garcia. Uh, it was released in 2003 when Don Pepin was kind of just coming into the scene. Um, and then it kind of went away as Don Pepin kind of grew into a much larger, larger force in the cigar industry. Uh, and it is now coming back into full production. Um, I've not had the Vegas Cubanas. I haven't either. Which is kind of surprising because I am a very big Don Pevin Garcia fan. Oh, yeah. Good um, cigar. Yes. And so I've, I haven't had that. And actually, this week, I, I read this article and I was looking online and they seem to be sold out pretty much everywhere. So, yeah, I'll keep my eyes open locally. Um, we've got a couple places that carry a lot of Don Pepin. So I'll keep my eyes out locally. But they in this article, that's the first one they list. And in MSRP, they've got it 730, uh, which is pretty impressive for yeah, a, a, Don Pepin, a Don Pepin cigar. Now, the second cigar on this list, Bruno, I know we have both oh, had I, this. Oh, yeah. And it's a the, really good cigar. Yes. The Padron 2000 Maduro. Uh, I Yes, the 2000 and the 3000. Um, yeah. I, I believe they're, it's the same blend. I think it's just size difference, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, I think it's a little, that. yep, little size The 3000 is a little bigger. Uh, but, yeah, quality, quality cigar from Padron. Very good cigar. 
Um, and a very good a very good introduction to Padron. Uh, yes. You can get into some very expensive cigars when it comes to Padron. Um, I mean, cigars going you know, 30 dollars a stick, and they are phenomenal. But I mean, if you're a guy that's coming into the the cigar space, and you're like, hey, what is this Padron all about? You know, they make some really expensive cigars, but I I don't know if I'm willing to drop thirty dollars on a cigar right now. The Padron two thousand and the three thousand, yeah, it's worth trying. Are it for, great, yeah. yes, great cigars. Uh, I've had the Maduro. I don't know that I've that I've. I'm sure I've had the Natural at some point, but it, it doesn't come to mind. Me neither. Um, I know I've had the Maduros many many times. Uh, in this, the two thousand Maduro is listed as MSRP of seven twenty, which yeah, yeah is great if you if you can get them at that. A quality quality cigar to pick up. Um, some of the tasting notes they've got in here, cedar, black coffee, toasted marshmallow, and vanilla. Uh, and I can definitely tell you I do remember, especially black coffee yeah. uh, and cedar with some sweet, some kind of sweet vanilla to it. Yeah, very good stuff. So moving down the list, the Rocky Patel Vintage 1990 Junior. I've not had the Junior. I'm I don't very think I've had the, the Vintage Junior. 90. Me yeah, too. I don't, think I've, I don't think I've had the, ju- the Junior. I don't think uh, I have I'm either. disappointed in that because with an MSRP, this MSRP is at four fifteen, so under five dollars, um, and it's because it's, it's sold in tens of five. Oh, it's okay. It's 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 in the tens. It's yeah, the it's in Corona. the tens. Okay, I've not had these, but I know I've where not. I can get them. Yes, uh, and the vintage nineteen ninety Rocky Patel, the robusto size. It's a good cigar. It is a very good cigar. Yes, uh, as I said, I've definitely had the vintage ninety, just not in the juniors, but yeah. I know where I can get the junior, so that's going to be one that I will definitely have to to pick up. Um, I, I just like I've said with Don Pepin with Rocky Patel, I am a big fan of Rocky Patel. Um, <clears throat> a quick story with Rocky Patel. Rocky Patel was the first cigar. It was a Rocky Patel Sun Grown, first cigar that made me say "Wow." Um, I, I'll never forget the experience. I had one. I was at a friend's house. I left this friend's house. I was driving home, lived with my parents at the time, driving home, and I'm finishing the cigar in the car, and I'm trying to smoke it slowly so when I get home, I can tell my dad all about it. Uh, it first cigar that made me say, wow. So just a, a quick story there on Rocky Patel. I, I'm a big fan. So Vintage 90, check it out. Yes. Now, the next one in line, next this one, company you know very does, well. <laughs> yeah, this company does not make bad cigars. No. It's Fuente, Hemingway Short Story Maduro. Yeah. That I I have now I say they don't make a bad cigar. When you get into some of the really inexpensive, like three and four dollar ones, I don't even remember the names of them. They're okay, like but the Casadores. Yeah, the, everything. God, that the Fuente cigars. They're just they're they're one I could go to all the time. Yes. So I, that I is one that's good. I remember cutting my teeth on the curly head deluxe Maduros. Yeah. Uh, just because they were very inexpensive. <laughs> well, it's not only that. When I first started working in the brick and mortar, and this may be, I think I went over this in one of the episodes, but this may be something for our new, newer s- smokers to try. There's a, I can't remember the, it's a short Fuente, and it's probably priced at six, seven, eight dollars Comes okay. in a Maduro, Connecticut, and uh, Habano. Okay. And it's the same filler, just the wrapper's different. And right. the gentleman who runs the store to teach me how much flavor comes from the wrapper versus the binder or the filler, Right. he wanted me to smoke each one. And they were so different from each other. And, re- and remember, it's the same filler. It's just 
the rap is different. And I'm telling you, I know a lot of people really enjoy the bigger diamond or cigars. And if that's your thing, I'm all with it. But if you are smoking nothing but large diamond or cigars, give yourself a chance to have a smaller diamond or cigar because the smaller diameter cigars are really going to be more flavorful because 70 plus percent of your flavor isn't actually in the wrapper. Bruno, is, is the, what you're referring to, is it the, uh, the Chateau Fuente Royal Salute? I think so, because there's three different kinds in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's the natural Maduro, and I think it's actually a sun-grown, maybe. It is a sun-grown. Yep, it's not a Habano. It's a sun-grown. You're right. Yes. Yep. So, and the next one in the line, you and I have both had these and are both Smoke big these fans of it. All the, all the, I actually had one recently, um, <laughs> because you, you, uh, you referred this to Hunter, and uh, we picked a few up. And this is the Don Pepin Garcia, the original, uh, in the blue label. Um, that's the way I always refer to them, the blue yeah. label, the, the black label, and the white label. Uh, the Don Pepin original blue label, yes, this is one of my favorite cigars. Um, this is a, such a good, good cigar. <laughs> Cannot say enough about it. Nicaraguan yeah, Corojo. really it's, good. It's, it's spicy. It's chocolatey. Um, I absolutely love the, the Don Pepe Garcia original. They've got the MSRP listed about seven ninety, which I think is, is pretty close to yeah. what, uh, what I'm seeing them. Uh, the last time I picked, I picked a few up uh, a couple weeks ago and yeah, they were about seven ninety. Not terrible. They are a, a not terrible price wise. They are like, so they're a phenomenal. One of my, one of my top 10 easily. Yeah. The next uh, so, one, have you yeah. had one of these? I have not. The Hoya Me Silver. Neither. I've not had the Hoya de Monterey Silver, so I can't speak to this one. No, it's not um, Hoya de Monterey. It's, no, it's the, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Hoya, Hoya de Nicaragua. Nicaragua. <laughs> yes. Yeah, now, I say Hoya, and de Monterey just rolls right out. <laughs> I know. Now, the Hoya de Nicaragua I know we have had. Oh, yeah. Of is the Antano. The Antano, Dark oh, Corojo. Oh, God. Yes. So, this is probably, I'm going to guess, a mild version of that. And I would say, I, I don't know that I would even go, I would say milder than the dark Corojo. Because uh, yeah. looking at this blend, it's Ecuadorian Habano, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper yeah. and a Mexican San Andreas binder. So it's going to have some kick to it. Um, but in comparison to something like the, the dark Corojo, it is going to be milder. Uh, I, this is one that, that, as I was reading through, this was one that was intriguing to me because I've not had the, the Hoya de Nicaragua Silver. Uh, and I like the description in this the article here. It's, it's chocolatey with hints of oak, leather, and herbs. Um, so I'm, it's one that was definitely interesting and coming in at $7, that's, that makes it even more interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, this next one I've had, um, I don't, I don't think know. I've had it in this size and it's the, uh, the legal, I'm going to say this, I'm going to butcher this name. Bruno. Galera. La, Ga, La Galera Habano. Yeah. Yep. That sounds I'm, good. I'm sure I'm butchering it, but we'll go with that. La Garela. Um, yeah, it, it's Dominican. <laughs> It's made by Jose. It's uh, blended by Jose Blanco. It's a short, robust. They've got the side list, size list that is a half Corona. I don't think I've had the half Corona size. Uh, <laughs> I've had it in, in the robusto size. I know yes. that. Uh, and I, and to be honest, I don't fully remember it. I know I've had it because we carried it at the shop I worked at years ago. Um, but it just it it, it doesn't. It, I, there's just I, I don't remember the actual profile on it. I so it, it is looks familiar, but and I know I've smoked it, but I just I don't remember it either. Yeah, so it's a it's an Ecuadorian Habana wrapper. 
Uh, reportedly, that's five years aged, uh, wrapped around atop a Dominican Corojo binder, uh, which, you know, sounds good. And in the description, it goes on to say, you know, every cup evokes the, the flavors of Ethiopian coffee, notes of blueberry, coffee bean, and pepper. I'm always here for pepper. Oh, yeah. With a mixture of oak and cinnamon on the finish. I mean, it sounds tasty. Uh, it would be something that if I saw it, especially coming in at six dollars, yeah, I think I'd buy it. I would, I would pick it up and tr- and definitely try it. I gotta remember all this stuff when I'm out looking. I know, man. I know, <laughs> it's the same. I say, yeah, I'd try it, but then I get in the humidor and my mind yeah. just goes blank, and I just go for what I know. I've not had um, the next one either. No, I have not had this. This uh, Nat's. I'm gonna say Chico. I'm gonna Chico, say Chico. Yeah. Nat Chico Casino Real Churchill. I, I'm not familiar with this brand even. Me neither. So I, I know I've never had it. Uh, they've rated it at 91 points, and it comes in at just over 6 bucks. It's 619 yeah. MSRP. Um, medium to full body with a hearty core of earth and coffee uh, with sweet secondary notes as raisin and caramel. So, I mean, it's something that, that sounds appealing, sounds good. Uh, this is definitely a list that I'm going to bookmark and save on my phone so the next time I do go into a humidor... Um, I can refer back to this. Yeah. This next one I've not had either. The Sancho Panza, Sancho Panza Extra Fuerte. Um, this is the non-Cuban Sancho Panza. Um, so this is a collaboration they did with Matt Booth from Room 101. So right away, I'm intrigued because Matt Booth makes a, a great cigar. Um, this is from Scandinavian Tobacco. So it's uh, Ecuadorian Sumatra. I, I'm a big fan of Ecuadorian Sumatra. Uh, and one thing that I really like here is this hits a note that I absolutely love. Um, in the, the description here, they say the smoke has a holiday feel to it with gingerbread, molasses, and baking spice. Oh, my. I I am a Christmas fanatic. I love Christmas. I love gingerbread. I love molasses. <laughs> uh, so this, to me, like, my mouth is watering. This is one that, that I really would be on the look. For me personally, I would be on the lookout for this. So if I find this, I will definitely report back and let you know yes. because – like I said, this, and he'll this get me would, one because he's good to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll get one for Bruno. But this this may scratch my Christmas itch, which my wife is yelling at me about because I'm not allowed to buy Christmas stuff before Halloween, and I have been buying Christmas stuff already. <laughs> wow. Yeah. On yeah, to the next one. My nerd, I won't go down that rabbit hole. Brick House Double Connecticut. I've not had the Double Connecticut. Have you? No, but I've had Brick House and yes, I've had Brick one House. that I'm a fan of. So and, I, I, yeah. I may have shared. I don't think I don't know that I've shared this story. Maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. I'm not a fan of Brick House in general. I always wanted to like Brick House because when Brick House was when we first started carrying it, it was a five dollars cigars. Yep. So I wanted to really like it. Me too. And I just I just never I could just never never enjoyed the the regular Brick House or the Maduro. Um, and I, and I think there, it was because there is, and it's mentioned in the description on this one, there's notes of tea, and I just didn't care for that. Um, and Bruno, on this this podcast, have I shared the story about the one brick house that I enjoyed? I can't remember if I have. I know I've heard the story. I don't remember yeah, if it's so, on the podcast. So Bruno, Bruno and I were working a cigar event for J.C. Newman Cigars, and it was uh, around brick house. I believe the... I forget which which I think it was the the original brick house was coming out in a new size or something along okay. those lines. And we were having an event, and all of the J.C. Newman reps uh, folks were in, in in town for the event. I believe that's um, maybe Eric Newman. I think so. I just found that picture yeah. recently. But uh, one of our favorite people, uh, Wally Beagle, was at the <laughs> event. And if you guys are cigar guys, you probably you may know Wally. Wally's a phenomenal guy, oh, one of God, my absolute favorite people I ever met through working in the the cigar industry. 
uh, Wally was there, and Wally and I'm standing behind the counter. I'm smoking a cigar, and Wally comes up to me and says, "Why aren't you smoking a brick house?" <laughs> and uh, he's just standing there, kind of smiling at me, and I'm struggling to find an answer. I don't want to tell him I don't like them. And so, but eventually, I just say, "I just I'm smoking this. I, I like this. I'm really not a huge fan of brick house." He says, "Come here." He pulls me in the back, and he pulls out this little half. It was like a, a short robusto. He pulls this out and he hands it to me. He says, we don't sell these in this size. We only have these for special events. Try this one for me. I said, you know what, Wally, for you all, anything. Yeah, so I clipped it and lit it, and it was phenomenal. (laughs) I genuinely, it was the first time I was ever like, wow, I I could have another one or two or three of these. These were really good. Uh, And that's the only time. And it was just something about that short, robusto size that just changed it so much that I really enjoyed it. And that's not a, this is not a knock on brick house at all. It's just a personal thing. I just never really, the yeah, flavor profile too. just wasn't there it, for it's, me. In the edge, it's when you guys are looking at this stuff, just remember, it's all about what you like. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's all the about the profile one. that you like. Have you yes. had? So I've had, I have not had this one, which is surprising because I've had almost every other Grand Habano. And I think I can say that I've not had this one because I typically don't, I typically shy away from Connecticut stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to get better with that. Grand Habano, but, Connecticut, number one, lunch break. Yes. Uh, and I like the price point on this. Five sixty four. That's that's great. Uh, lunch break, does it give the actual size on this? It just I don't think says it does. That it it's a is, petite, petite Corona. Yeah, okay. it's a petite Corona. Okay, so at five sixty four, it's kind of what... I mean, you're not going to yeah. get a, a Robusto or a Toro at $5. So it's one that I'm surprised I haven't because I typically like... A lot of Grand Habano stuff. Um, a lot of Grand Habano stuff. But, like I said, I, I am really bad about just shying away from anything with a Connecticut wrapper. I'm really bad about that. I'm trying to get better with it. So, at some point, I will probably have this cigar because I'm just a, a, Grand, a Grand Habano fan. But right now, no, I haven't had it. At $5, though, it's something that I think oh, yeah. you should definitely definitely look out and keep that on the, on the on the radar. This next one I have had, and I am a very big Me fan too. of this. Oh, I'm a the, huge... It's- Go ahead, say it. <laughs> the Henry Clay Warhawk. Um, they're talking about it in the Corona size. I don't know that I've had the Corona. Um, I've had the Robusto or the Toro. I can't remember yes, which me one. Too. But oh, I love th- this. Is yes, this one. When I was just Henry saying, Clay's, I tend to shy away them. from from Connecticut rappers. This one I will not shy away from because this is really, really good. Uh, the profile in the description here is impressions of wood and cinnamon. Uh, top of core of both cashew and peanut, and it is it's very very I like it because it's very stout. It's deceiving because I look at it and I see this Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, and then you smoke it and it's like wow, just tons yeah, of flavor, it's really good, a good solid medium body. Uh, coming in at seven twenty seven, yeah, that's that's good. And he, I mean, Bruno and I talked beforehand, and one of the things that I think that anything that you can get under ten at this point, yeah, is, this point, is really good. Yeah. It really so, is. I, it wasn't that pre-COVID, but it is now. Right. So moving on, uh, Bruno, I think this one may be. Oh, yeah. Olivia is, is your Figurado. Yeah. So Oliva cigars in general, I really enjoy. As I've said more than once, the Connecticut is my favorite for just my nightly smoke. It's mild. Adam probably wouldn't like it, but it's still so Oliva cigars in general, I've not had one that I've considered to be a bad cigar. So and this one says it's seven seventy five. <clears throat> so that's, if you find an Olivia, nice. yeah, yeah, try their cigars. I really yeah. enjoy them. The Serie G is good. 
I was, I'm a big fan of the Serie V. Um, I always liked the Serie V a lot. And actually, Bruno, I had the Connecticut at the event you and I went to. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I quite enjoyed it. It could have just been the atmosphere and, and the people, but either way, you know, I, I enjoyed it. So, so we'll go with that. And the last one on the list we have definitely had, um, the Room 101 Big Payback Maduro. Uh, when these came out back in 2014, I believe these were around $5. And they were the shop that we, that Bruno and I worked at, they were a big hit because they came in at $5. Oh, yeah. And they were just a really nice, nice cigar. Uh, core of leather and licorice, uh, ground clove and coffee liqueur and an earthy finish. I mean, that sounds tasty to me. And they are. Uh, yeah. I've, I've smoked more than, than yeah, a good. handful of these. I think they've got it listed as seven fifty, which seems about right with inflation and where cigars are now. So about seven fifty, yeah, definitely for a Toro from Room One Hundred and One, you can't yeah. beat it. Uh, I definitely say if you see this out there, Room One Hundred and One, the big payback, check it out, or any of the other Room One Hundred and One stuff. Uh, right. That's the, the the drama I just had is phenomenal, and I have one of those for you, Bruno. We were talking about that before the oh, show. Nice. That's something else I have for you. <laughs> cool. So I'm going to do something really bizarre. I'm yeah. going to go really fast with it. Okay. So for our listeners out there who do like to spend a lot of money on cigars, I clicked on the link that was inside this one, and I'm just going to run through this list. Not okay. that I would ever spend this much money on something. Yeah, do it. Rocky Patel Conviction, $100 a stick. Ooh. El Septimido Zaya Collection Coloso Amnestit, 110 a stick. Wow. David Off Royal Release Salomones, 115 a stick. Cohiba Spectre 2022, 130 a stick. La Flor Dominicana, the Gold Bullet, between one and 200 a stick. Cohiba Bahikis, 200 and up a stick. Cohiba Siglo de Oro, 250 a stick. Daniel Marshall, 24 karat gold cigar, 290 a stick. The Gold Oliva, 300 a stick. Cohiba wow. 55 Anniversary, 300 and more a stick. Davidoff Oro Blanco, 600 a stick. Gurkha, His Majesty's Reserve, mm-hmm. 750 plus a stick. Yeah. And the winner, Cohiba Idealas, up to $827 a cigar. So, so <laughs> now that you've covered that, we covered the bargain ones and, and you covered that. Does that mean that, that the list Bruno just worked through, that those are better cigars? Uh, not no, necessarily. Not. not at all. No, it does not. Uh, it does not at all. There are, you know, cigars are, they're very, we've said this a billion times. It's it's all about what you enjoy. I've had the Cohiba Bahike, and is it good? Yeah, it's good. Um, I had it because someone someone gifted me one. It wasn't good to the point where I said I'm going to go buy these. <laughs> um, because I going in, I knew what the person gifted me, and so I knew that if I liked it, what I was going to be in for, and I tried to not let that sway me on it. But I I smoked it. So yeah, it, it was good. It was very very enjoyable. But yeah, it doesn't mean that it's better than anything. Don't let price dictate what is good and what is yeah, not. Yeah, do not. Um, you know, find I, what you like. And if it's cheap, awesome. Or I should say inexpensive. If it's inexpensive, awesome. If it's expensive, hey, if you like it, cool. It's, yeah. it's your money. <laughs> it's your that's money. Exactly that's exactly true. Buy. Now, I'm not sure if you got me even really drunk, I'd ever spend any of this money. I would not spend a hundred <laughs> on a stick is well beyond Everybody has their limits, and mm-hmm. that is something that I want to make sure that everybody understands not to be embarrassed about and to figure out what that is. There's a limit, 
Everybody has their limit. My limit, I'm going to say, is probably around 40. Yep. And it better be freaking good. Really good spend, at 40. Yeah. At yes. 40, in the end, I'm going to, unfortunately, like Adam said, you try not to um, be prejudiced against it. But if I've spent 40 on a cigar, I'm expecting it to taste yeah. like a $40 cigar. Yes. I, I can tell you the last cigar I spent $40 on. And it it was a $40 cigar. It was well worth it. It, it was in, in Opus Lost City. Um, yeah. yeah, I spent forty dollars on, and I would gladly shell out another forty dollars for another one. I'd spend out, I'd shell out forty in a heartbeat for the freaking David off Maduro. <laughs> oh yes, without a doubt. That one was already like twenty five, and Ooh, I paid that. That was twenty five, and yeah, yeah, we're happy. <laughs> happy like, here's my that. money. Here's my money. Here's my money. Here's my money. Yes. Give me more. That was such a phenomenal. Oh god. Star. So it <clears throat> does it mean it's going to be better if it's more expensive? It 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 might. You know, some of these, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of reading through this, the Gurkha is supposedly yes. flavored to from the pricey Remy Martin Louis the Eighth cognac. Yep. Which if Very anybody knows anything cigar. about that, that's thousands of dollars for a bottle yes. of that. And I'm not a cognac fan, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm very familiar with that cigar, so I knew where that one was going. Oh, did yeah, you? It, 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 are you familiar yeah. with it? So when did I've you not smoke had one it. and you got no. me one, right? <laughs> no, I've, I've not had it, but I've, I've heard all about it and I've read about it. Um, it was one, I think it was at, when I first heard about that, I was just blown away by the price. I'm like, why? Why is it costing right. this much? <laughs> um, so, no, I've never had it. <laughs> but I'm just familiar with it. I knew where, where that was going. And it uh, does so, not surprise me that three of these that I named off, actually four, or Cohiba, and I'll mm-hmm. tell you, I'm just not a Cohiba fan. Yeah. I just am not. Yeah, I, I'm not a huge Cohiba fan as well. Um, I think they're a little a little overpriced. Yes. There they're are a good better, cigar. They're, yes, they're good cigars. There are better Cubans out there for yes. less, less, less money. Point of um, Monterey, Epicure number two. Epicure number two. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I knew where that one was going. <laughs> I'm getting too predictable. No, but it's it's good. That is Bruno isn't lying there. We're laughing, but that is his go-to, and it's his go-to for a reason. Yes. Um, and I totally understand why that's his go-to. It is a very good cigar. Holy de Monterey Epicure number two. If you can get your hands on it, do it. You will yes. enjoy it. I'm I'm sure. Will. Uh so I'm gonna go quick here. I've got a short a, a story that has a point to it. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go on a tangent here. So humidors. You just yes. you buy one and, and you're good, right? You not put necessarily. your cigars in it, you're good. No, not necessarily. <laughs> I, I I have had that happen this week. So my primary humidor I've had for a long time. Uh, it's a desktop humidor. I, I don't usually don't keep a ton of cigars on hand. Um, I keep a desktop humidor that I keep stocked with the things I like. And that, that's enough for me to get by. Um, now, that desktop humidor I've had for years. And over the last, let's say, month, month and a half, it started to act a little funny. It wasn't holding humidity as well as I would like it to. So I took all my cigars out of it. I re-seasoned it and put everything back in. Held humidity great for about a week. I was like, all right, cool. Just needed seasoned. Good to go. Um, After about a week, uh, every day, that humidity dropped just a little bit until it was to a point where it was concerning me that it was getting too low. And didn't matter what what I put in there, nothing was bringing it back up. So at that point, I had to make the call that I keep, 
I have some nice things in this humidor that I don't want that I don't want to go to bed one night and then that humidity just completely drop um, and then wake up in the morning and my cigars are starting to dry out. So I had to make the call to take everything out of my humidor. So that's where it's a good idea. Don't just buy one. I mean, yeah, buy you a nice humidor. But keep that in mind. If something were to happen and you had to move your cigars, do you have somewhere else to put them? Uh, luckily, I do. I have a, a very large humidor that I moved everything into, including the desktop humidor. It's inside of there now. Um, just to make sure that I wasn't going to ruin my cigars. And that's kind of where the point was that I wanted to get across there is, yes, buy you a, buy you a nice humidor, but buy you a backup as well. Um, and don't just leave it empty. Put things in it and treat yeah. it like, I mean, Bruno, you keep what, four? I got, well, I have three humidors. I should have five. Well, I have three. <laughs> and then two gallon Ziplocs with humidipacks in them full too. So, yeah. yeah. yeah and so. it's interesting that you said that. So, Adam and I, did you get yours at where we used to work also? Mm-hmm. So, you got me thinking. I'm wondering if, because I've got probably the same humidor. And yes. either I've had just incredible luck with my humidors or I don't know what the hell I'm doing. It's one or the other. I'm not <laughs> sure which. Because I, I fight my humidors in the winter like everybody else, but I right. don't fight them to a point where it's bad. Um, did you try a different hygrometer in there? I did. Okay. Yes. So they both read the same. Yes. Man, I'd love to yes. know what's wrong with that humidor because yeah, I mine is still if- going like crazy. Yeah, I don't know if, if it's the seal has just gotten gotten weak and the seal's gone out or what. But, yeah, I, I definitely tried a different hygrometer to make sure that the, the analog hygrometer just wasn't reading bad or what. But, nope, it was definitely not holding. So moved everything to a new humidor. So moral of the story, have a backup plan just in case. Yeah. Um, especially if you're buying premium cigars, you don't want to have some really nice stuff. And then, you know, like let's say it's a, a Tuesday night. You look at your hygrometer and it's reading in the fifties, and you're yeah, going, "What am I? Bad. What am I going to do now?" Um, yeah, have that backup plan just in case because a, a extra humidor is much cheaper than replacing a whole bunch of cigars. Yes. Um, so, moral of the story there: just have have a backup plan. So, as in we're, the we're end, gonna, ultimately, it's awesome to have another humidor. But oh yeah, and, and why would you, you not could, have right. multiple? You should. You, have you could hold more cigars. Yeah, you could yeah. buy. Yes. The wife keeps going, yeah, I think you should. I would love for you to put in a walk-in humidor, and I'm like, <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Why would it be expensive? I said, no, it's not the humidor that would be expensive. It would be the it's filling stock it. It's get. Yeah. Right, because it would have to be full to the gill. Yeah, yeah so, you can't just have it empty. If no. you do not have another humidor, you have options. Don't freak out. Yes. So, in a pinch, have, what can you do? Yes. So in a pinch, um, my overstock... <laughs> That sounds terrible to even say that. My overstock is in one-gallon Ziploc bags, and I think I have at least three humidipacks in each. I know a number of people that will take a a cooler, a small cooler, yes, and put humidipacks in there. Or you don't even have to use humidipacks if you've if you've got um, like a Zycar those beaded mm-hmm. humidifiers that would actually yep. be in your humidor that you're struggling with. Put that in there. Yes, humidors are nice. The cedar is awesome because it does something with the cigars. But you don't have to have it. So if you have them in a plastic bag or a thermos, it's not going to kill them. 
So, Bruno, you said something there that, that actually my dad has done for as long as I can remember. Um, he used to keep a desktop humidor, and I would, I would buy him cigars all the time. He'd say, I don't have room for them. And he came to my house one day, and I kept a cooler door, which is what it sounds like. It's a cooler, mm-hmm. a basic plastic, you know, your basic plastic yeah. cooler that I would keep my boxes of cigars in it with, with some sort of, you know, the Zycar gels or whatever. Yeah. And my dad saw that and he said, that works. I said, well, yeah, it, it's airtight. I mean, it, it keeps humidity. Yeah, it works. And so my dad has done that for, I mean, years now. He keeps a cooler door. He doesn't even keep a desktop. He has a desktop humidor that, he, that sets out just for looks. Uh, I think if he has company coming over, he will throw cigars in the desktop humidor <laughs> just so it's available. So if somebody wants something, he'll say, yep, humidor is right there. Help yourself. <laughs> and he keeps the cooler door tucked away with all of his good stuff in it. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that definitely works. Just buy you a, a cheap cooler and, you know, get you a Boveda packs, get the Zycar gels. Yeah, anything um, just so anything that holds that holds moisture, really. Um, one of the things that we've used in the past and that I've used successfully is there are uh, if you go to craft stores like Hobby Lobby or places like that, there's a um, a floral there. They look like marbles, but they're a soft bead like gel that hold moisture you treat them just like you would the zycar gels mm-hmm. you put them in water they absorb that water into these distilled beads. Water. Said that, yeah distilled water exactly they like i said they look like a marble but they hold moisture and they release it that's exactly what my dad uses in his in his heart and i mean his stay per, it stays perfect uh hey, he's used it, those it, forever there's no there's no right way or wrong way don't think that if you don't have a humidor people are gonna look at you weird or no. You know, I just happened to have three because I worked in a brick and mortar. The right. first one I that I ever bought was a glass top. I to this day could not be happier. It still holds really well, yep. but glass top ones can be very touchy. Very, <clears throat> you know, the uh, the next two. One of mine is a uh, diamond crown, which they are incredible. Very nice. They cost stupid money, but I got it at a great price. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Don't no. think that you – it's some stature thing. It's not. Nah. It's My first not. humidor was a Tupperware container. So was mine. Don't worry. <laughs> first I started one, with a my, Tupperware <laughs> and curly head deluxe. Believe it or not, my first one was the bag that they sold them to me in <laughs> at um, – uh, what the crap nice. was the name of that store? Tinderbox yeah. with a hu- little humidity pack in there. It's like, how long would that stay? As long as the humidity pack is soft. Well, that's my humidor for right now. So my humidor (laughs) has been a plastic bag. (laughs) Whatever works. So moving on, Bruno. uh, You smoked anything good in the last two weeks? I have. Well, we already knew I smoked the Opus. The Opus, yep. Yep. So I know that you and I, you were waiting for the Oscar Heaven and Hell, and I did smoke it. Yes, yeah, so, I was curious if if you if you smoked it or if you smoked it and you were going to talk about it here. I liked it. Okay. It was a little milder than I would have hoped for. Right. Um. It was a good cigar. I don't remember what they cost us. I'm sure they weren't inexpensive. The Heaven and Hell was. I think they're around ten or eleven dollars. Okay, I that's say. not bad. Then I would buy it again. Yeah, I would definitely buy it again. Okay. So yeah. I also, <laughs> I also had the pissed off Kristoff. I just yeah, that's what I've been curious that. about. It's a fun name. 
<laughs> I just, I had to say that. By the way, I'm when we go down to Mason Cigar, I'm buying you one because that's where I got this. Oh, nice. So it's just, and I'm going to say the name again because I even said it in front of the <laughs> wife and she just looked at me and said, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, ah, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> so it's a pissed off Kristoff. I really enjoyed it. Um, medium body, maybe got a little more towards full as I got down to the last third of it. Nice. Yeah. I, re- I would, I'm going to buy us some when we go down to Mason. Very Cigar. cool. If they still have them, that's if where they I have got them, yeah. those. Yeah. That, <clears throat> now you talk about cool. the distant block because I ended up smoking mine too. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, get a, I'll run through mine. Most of mine are going to be really quick because there's really not a whole lot of need to dive into any type of review. Um, the only one that, that may warrant a review because it's not a very, it's not a well, I mean, I guess it's well known, but it's not a tatuaje, uh, is I picked up a box of the Ave Maria Immaculata. If you follow us on Instagram, you saw that picture. Uh, I picked that up for my son, who has been wanting to try the Ave Maria uh, Immaculata and the Holy Grail. Uh, they were out of the Holy Grail, so he he his backup was the Immaculata. So we had that. Very mild. Um, but it was enjoyable. There were some really cool flavors in that. Um, some sweet hay that I really enjoyed. Uh, barnyardy. It's one of my favorite my favorite notes in a cigar, and on on the cold draw and on the nose, barnyardy, and I was I was I was into it. <laughs> it just sounds I funny, did, barnyardy. It, I know, right? I, I love the smell of the horse barn, and that's what it reminded me of. Um, it it was mild, but we have a box of them, and they were enjoyable. And it could have been because I was sitting with both my sons having one that could have played into it. But either way, the Ave Maria Immaculata. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually sit down with that one and write a review on that because I think there were probably some subtleties I missed, but. Be looking for that. So that was pretty good. The other stuff is going to be quick. You know, I had the Tatsuahe Reserva Broadleaf, which probably doesn't need me to tell you it's good. No, uh, no. Because it's good. <laughs> because it's good. Uh, I had the Illusione Habano. I do want to spend just a minute on this because this is one that was interesting to me. Uh, if you've not seen the Illusione Habano, I wish I would have taken a picture of this because it comes with a full uh, foil wrap. It's like a hologram foil wrap. It looks really cool. Um, but it's a pain in the ass. It's nearly, <laughs> it was nearly impossible to get off. I eventually, I was worried I was going to damage the cigar, so I eventually just pulled my pocket knife out and and got under the edge of the, the foil wrap and was able to get it out. So it looks really nice, but, man, Dion, if you're listening, that wrap is a pain in the ass. <laughs> um so what was really interesting about this cigar is I have this idea in my head of Illusione. When I smoke an Illusione, there's always some some kind of similar notes to it. Uh, they have a kind of a profile that is it's stereo, it's typical. It's it's Illusione, and this was very different, um, in a very good way. It just it just was not what I was expecting. Uh, I'm not going to go through the full review. Uh, because I do have a ton of notes on it. But one of the things I did find interesting was that this was blended by Dion from Legione, but produced by A.J. Fernandez at the San Latano factory, uh, which I found interesting. I think this is the first Legione that they've done outside of... The, I think this is the like, first kind of col- collaboration they've done with anybody. Uh, and that may have played into kind of the difference in the blend. And like I said, if you've smoked a lot of Legione, you probably know. It's like, yeah, there, there's kind of a profile that Legione sticks to. And I love that. That's why Illusione is one of my absolute, if not my absolute favorite cigar brand. 
and this was this was different and it was a welcome very welcome difference um it was pretty spectacular i think on our scores i ended up scoring it ended up coming out to about 8.25 i was a very big fan of the cigar other than the foil wrapper on it that was like i said it was a pain in the ass um what else did i have oh i had the illusionary singulari uh, or singulari was good. I don't need to tell you it's good because you probably already know yeah. it's good. Um, I'm going to have to find the original documents because that yeah, looked original, like a good cigar. You sent me a picture of it when you were smoking it. Yes. Yeah. It's from the original documents line, which is the, the baseline CG4, the, the 88, the triple eight. Um, yeah. And you can't miss it because it's got a full foil wrap. It's like this hologram. It's blue. It's purple. It's red. It's pink. Um, I mean, it's very eye-catching, but yeah, the cigar itself is very, very different from every other illusion I've ever had in a very good way. Cool. It was, it was very good. So, illusion singulare, very typical illusion, and I love that about it. I was a big fan of that. And the last one I had, and I've talked about, we've talked about this on the podcast numerous times, is the dissonant block. Um, I had to revisit the dissonant block because I still I hadn't got it through my head that is this a good cigar or am I just liking the cigar because I like Josh and Sin. Oh, I so like I had, the cigar. Yes, I revisited it, and I can confirm. <laughs> yes, I, like I like the, the cigar. cigar. <laughs> yes, the dissonant block yeah, is really, really nice. Um, it's one that I, I, I'll never forget. The first time I had one, I looked at my wife, and I said, these are going to be a problem for me. She said, what? I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, these are so good. I These these could get out of hand with these. Um, so dissonant block is phenomenal. If you see the block out there, get it i had the soapbox the soapbox is good as well i'm hoping to pick up the molotov here soon whenever i can find that the molotov and the revolt are two of the newer ones that have come out as well as home i think home was limited edition that may be a little harder to find but um yeah definitely do yourself a favor check out anything you can find from dissident cigars they're they're killing it so that's that's my list bruno that's uh, all right no you wanted to add on the block before we wrap no i enjoyed it box pressed so that was kind of fun to have that way yeah. um other than that, I I really did enjoy it too, and that puts us at a good time. It's almost yeah. fifty four minutes, so almost 50, coming up on fifty four right now. So perfect, yeah, we're we're doing good for time. So this is where we will we'll begin the wrap up. Uh, if you're in the Cincinnati area, October twenty seventh, yes, Mason May, Cigar, Mason Cigar, yes, Tatuaje events. Hopefully they will have the twentieth anniversary, or hopefully they'll have some of the Halloween stuff. That'll be cool. I think the release this year is the Frank redo. Uh, I told I, I mentioned in the in one of the previous episodes that I had the the Halloween stuff for Bruno and I. I have yes. the, the Frank uh, and the the skinny monsters, and I found out that these are last year's. Oh uh, really? Uh, What's this yes. year's? This year's it, it is the Frank, but it's a it's a I think it's it's a reblend maybe. Um, huh. The the place I, I purchased these actually I was there and I was looking for more and uh, they're like no we we don't have any more. They they told me that actually their rep came in and just had this box from last year. And oh God, that's good. <laughs> yeah, so so Bruno, the the skinny monsters that we will have here in a couple of weeks have a year of age on them. So, oh, nice. So as if it couldn't get any better. <laughs> but yeah, October twenty seventh, Mason Cigar Manor. If you're in Cincinnati, check that out. It's gonna be a fun event. Bruno and I will be there. Uh, come yes. come hang out with us for a little bit. Uh, if you know, in, in closing, if like we said at the beginning, if you know a little yes, spot on, on the East Coast, Midwest, please let us know about it because we want to get out and check it out. We're going to start doing some road trips and just checking out some places, uh, getting out, meeting some people, smoking some cigars, and hanging out. Um, with that, I think that's where we're going to yeah, end this week. That's where um, you know, that'll be episode eleven. Thank you guys. Thank um, you much. Yeah, thank you guys for hanging out with us for another hour, and we will talk to you guys in two weeks. Uh, yep. Any any final notes, Bruno? 
I do not, other than smoke good cigars. Or smoke not good cigars. cigars, whatever you want. Just smoke cigars. Just and, smoke and cigars, beer. yeah, exactly. We will talk to you guys again in two weeks. Enjoy. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.